as part of JobberTalk and Channel14.com. This joint session is called To Order. Please stand by for the Jobber Talk intro. Jobber Talk with Martin! Martin! Jobber Talk with Martin! Jobber Talk with Martin! Ladies and gentlemen, viewers and listeners of Channel 14, to the hosts of Third World Linux, Third World Gaming, Radio Norm, and Bodega Knights, this is Martin, the host of Jobber Talk. I bid you all a good day, and we will start this state of the Jobber Talk address. First and foremost, we thank you for listening to this show, Jobber Talk, for the past, what, two and a half years. In the calendar year of 2018, our top three shows have surpassed the 100 downloads mark. This is a very big development in the course of Jobber Talk history, as only two shows have hit the 100 plus downloads, and that was back in 2017 for the PWR Live Mainit review with MIGS, and back in 2016 with the Suplex Sunday review, also done with MIGS. We have seen Mr. MIGS move from Jobber Talk to Third World Gaming as my co-host, as now it has been partnered up with a site called Critical Index. More on that maybe on a future episode of Third World Gaming, because this is the state of Jobber Talk address. That said, I would like to thank my former and current guests of this year and last year for providing their voice and providing their views on the local and international pro wrestling scene through Jobber Talk and Channel14.com. Our top three most downloaded shows are as follows from the top three up to the top one. In third place would be the PWR Live Respeto Review that was released also a few weeks ago, which featured Kel Fabi. Next one would be the AOW Genesis Review that happened last March of 2018. And... Finally, the top one most downloaded and listened to podcast episode of Jobber Talk this year, and is now at the all-time most downloaded, is the Invasion episode of one Jag Garcia from Kayfabe Cafe, which occurred last month. And again, I would like to thank everyone who listens to Jobber Talk and who has subscribed through either iTunes or Player FM for that to be possible. We have not seen numbers like this. And for that, I would like to thank each and every one of the listeners. Yet we will not fool ourselves into thinking that we've hit the big time until we get those third world Linux numbers that has the range of 500 to 800 plus downloads per episodes. But maybe one day. One day. In the topic of the recent Invasion storyline, 
between channel14.com's Jobber Talk and Kayfabe Cafe. We assure you that we will try to make ends meet. There will not be any loose ends on our part or on Kayfabe Cafe's part. There might be one or two more episodes between us before that storyline comes to a close. Finally, on the future of Jobber Talk, yes, we will be still having episodes and we will be having more new guests in the fold. So please, stay tuned for that. As 2018 moves along, I would like to say I am thankful for still having the support of channel14.com and the support of my constant listeners here at Jobber Talk. So again, from the bottom of my heart, I would like to thank channel14.com and my listeners who have supported us since 2016. This has been the State of Jobber Talk address. Thank you. Hey guys, this is my PWR Live Way of the Champion review. And yes, it happened yesterday, July 22, 2018 at the Power Max Center. Now, I haven't been on a PWR show in the Power Max since what? Since January, I guess? Like, was that the last time? Kingdom Come, was it? Yeah, I, I bet it was. So it was a very nice sight to see that PWR's back at the Power Max Center, one of my favorite wrestling venues here in the entire Philippines. And we were treated on the pre-show with a tag team match that featured Brad Cruz and Mikata taking on the ninjas. Sadly, it was just Brad Cruz who was fighting for himself inside that ring when the two ninjas attacked. Well, Makata did arrive just in the nick of time to save Brad Cruz, but apparently he was there to beat down on his partner, and it was a three-on-one assault for poor Brad Cruz. It was a no contest because the match never even started. What we know is that, yeah, uh, Brakata or the Golden Brown Lovers are actually over. Mikata has severed ties with Brad Cruz. Brad Cruz left ringside to a guapo parin chance of the Revo Nation because we are really 100% behind with Brad Cruz. Now the next match was one of my favorite pre-show matches to date. It was Super Nintendo taking on the Revo Ranger. The newly improved Nintendo has been christened by Jan Evander Pro Wrestling Doctorate as Super Nintendo when he made his adjustments or improvements on the Nintendo OS. Now the match was initially to the River Rangers advantage until it turned out that every damage or every offense he put into Super Nintendo was all for naught because Super Nintendo was impervious to this assault and he grabbed the River Ranger, lifted him up until he shifted it into a choke slam and pinned the River Ranger. One, two, three, and Super Nintendo gets this victory.
Now after the match, Jan Evander and Super Nintendo delivered a double team maneuver on River Ranger, and Jan Evander grabbed River Ranger and was about to unmask him until a familiar bolt came to ringside and rescued River Ranger from certain doom. Now, first and foremost, I like the new theme songs of both Super Nintendo and Bert. I mean, and Bolt. Now, I like the more up-tempo Bolt intro right now. And I like his new look, so a lot of things are looking up for both Bolt and Super Nintendo. And yes, that also means also things are looking up for our pro wrestling doctorate, Jan E. Vander. Because he's looking so good right now as well. Now let's go on to the main show. Where we were treated to a very awesome opening match of Chris Panzer versus Jake DeLeon for the semi-finals of the PWR Championship Tournament. I was most impressed when JDL delivered that mid-rope spear on Chris Panzer. Like when he went to that corner and delivered that spear mid-air. That, I love that spot in this matchup. Uh, there were also parts of the match wherein you can see that JDL was targeting the back of Chris Panzer and Panzer was going all out and tried to deliver the Panzer strike first and foremost, but it missed. Chris Panzer delivered a rock bottom to finish things off, but it was all for naught. It only got a two. The end saw JDL winning after he delivered two straight leaping drops on the former PWR champion. So we got JDL advancing to the finals and both men shook hands after this match in a sign of respect and camaraderie. Now speaking of respect, I, I guess I can say respect has been all thrown out the window here between Mike Madrigal and the Kaka Ebros. Because it's a tag team match with Marky and Kendrick. By the way, they had one awesome tarp and I love the introduction of Marky, especially Smother. Knee brother of another. That was funny as hell. So props to you, Marky, because it sounds like good. And they took on Mike Madrigal and a mystery partner, who at first we thought was Robin, who was suspended after the last show. But apparently it was MC Kata, who at the pre-show ambushed his former tag team partner, Brad Cruz. Now he got the mic and the people were onto him. They were like ooing and eyeing after every line he said. But the problem I have with this promo is that I'm bad in Tagalog or grasping it much. So all I got was he was dissing the Kaka Ebros for smelling bad. And at least he knows he doesn't smell bad like the Kaka Ebros or Brad Cruz. But they were, he was doing some deep Tagalog stuff that I couldn't understand so if anyone there would be so kind to pm me what he said the rest of the promo i would appreciate that but all i can say is that i guess we can say he's the new partner of mike madrigal maybe we'll find out after this match now mikata got a rude welcome from the kaka ebros as they cornered him and delivered the purple nurple assault on the corner <laughs> Now, Mike Madrigal finally enters and had a interesting test of strength with Marky because both men grabbed their respective hands and put it in their pants before they, you know, they did the test of strength. 
Basically, that was gross, guys. Super gross. The match went back and forth, and Marky did a impressive uh, rendition of rhetoric Mahaba as he asked his opponent to show him some Gundam request. <laughs> Gundam request, get it? Goddamn respect. You know? Yeah? No? Okay, I'll shut up now. Anyway, yeah, uh, Mikata and Mike Madrigal isolated Marky until he made the hot tag to Kendrick and the big dog was large and in charge at this point. Sadly, Mikata and Mike Madrigal would grab a handcuff and handcuffed Marky at the ro on the ropes just in time for Madrigal and Mikata to deliver a double team maneuver on their opponent to get this pinfall victory. Now, after the match, Makata and Mike Madrigal assaulted the Kaka Ebros. Madrigal got the kendo stick and attacked the Kaka Ebros with that until Brad Cruz came in for the save, but he also got attacked. So all three members were down, and it was just Makata and Mike Madrigal standing tall until, of course, Mike Madrigal grabbed Makata and delivered the go to sleep, and it was. Mike Madrigal leaving ringside all alone. Now, I don't know what's going to happen after this, but all we know is this. Kaka Ebro's loss didn't get their second win. Makata and Brad Cruz are gone as a tag team. And apparently, Makata ain't the new partner of Mike Madrigal because Mike Madrigal just laid him out inside the squared circle. Now, let's go on to a triple threat match between Sandata, Quattro, and Dadax. I mean, Dax Javiera. Now, every one of them really didn't like Dax, so they started to attack him first. Until it was Quattro versus Sandata inside the ring. Dax got back in the ring and delivered sling blade after sling blade in this triple threat match. That was a sight to see. My favorite part was the time when the Destino Kid Lot combination was used on Dax. That was a nice combo move by Quattro and Sandata. I gotta commend them for that move. But apparently they found out that it's only one of them who will get that victory. So they fought over who to pin Dax here. So they argued and they fought and Dax also fought with them. There was an ugly brawl outside where things got confusing. So I'll just take it as the officials couldn't control all three men fighting outside the ring. So they called it off to a no contest. And mind you guys, this was a match for the number one contendership for the PWR All Out War Championship of AB3, the Warlord. I have no idea what's going to happen because he has no more number one contender. Unless, of course, by Renaissance, it will be a four-way match and you add AB3 there. And yes, I I think I just spoiled what's going to happen in the next few minutes because, yes, he did retain against Martivo. We'll get to that later. But right now, let's go on to the next tournament match. It's the Apocalypse versus Main Max. We have seen these guys gut it out since year one. And this one was no different because it was so brutal as well. It was so physical. And these guys got good chemistry to back this up. And Main Max got the surprise victory because near the end, you'd think that Main Max would have lost because of that 
six feet under attempt of Apocalypse from the top rope. He was going to go stomp on Main Max, but Main Max grabbed the Apocalypse upon landing and he pinned him for the one, two, three, and that was a surprising victory. Now, after the match, Main Max didn't have enough time to rest because John Sebastian came out to ringside and announced that the finals of the PWR Championship Tournament starts now and out comes JDL and JDL enters the ring, delivers us the Senorito Kick, delivers the Leap and Drop and gonna get the one, two, but no, Main Max still fights on and gets that shoulder up to break the pin. Main Max fights back in this matchup, but JDL tried to ground him with a figure four and worked on his legs a bit here. Now, JDL tried to get the inner cell lock as well, but he couldn't get it since in on Main Max. Now, Main Max fought back and finally got the win to win the tournament by, get this, three straight Blitzkriegs on the Senorito. Now, if Jake DeLeon needed two Alipa drops on Panzer, JDL was defeated by three straight Blitzkriegs by Main Max. Now, after the match, Mr. C, his manager, Main Max's manager, says that Main Max will be the next champion because Main Max knows what he's fighting for or who he's fighting for, and that's for his family. Now, he also dissed Ralph in the main event match later because he says he can have all the therapy he wants in the main event because Main Max is coming for your championship and are you even going to be ready to put up a fight against Main Max? Now, let's go to one of my favorite shows, online shows, The Carlo Show, because it finally has a live version and it did not fail to live up to ex expectations because at first they recapped how they won the number one contendership of the tag team titles. They even got that Brother Jomar joke in like he thought Brother Jomar was Mikata or something. <laughs> nah, I, I don't think so. Brother Jomar's way more Brother Jomari than that. And and he has a book and he I, I think he, he has a blindfold or something. Yeah. And uh, also that pot shots on Yola being a paralegal instead of a real lawyer. And they also kind of made the fun of the Kakaibros and did Jeja speak, like sounds like good or if you know what's good for or I am better or something like that. So props to Trian and Evan for at least communicating to their, what, uh, friends, I guess, the Kakaibros. I don't know if they're friends, but maybe... Eventually, they will be because the Kakaibros are good guys now. Yeah. Now, they sent out or called out their guests, John Sebastian and Crystal, who are the current PWR Tag Team Champions. They asked their guests that, how soon will they get the Tag Team Title Match? Will they get the Tag Team Title Match right now? John Sebastian asked him, self, asked the hosts, and ask the Revo Nation if they want a tag team title match. Apparently they did because he booked one, but it wasn't against Trian and Evan, it was against Grab Camus and Officer Tutan or Capitan Tutan. Now, the start of the match surprised everyone because it was Grab Camus who grabbed John Sebastian and threw him around the ring with some powerful moves at that. Next up was 
Capitan Tutan, who we know uses that crotch centric heavy offense with his crotch of steel. But it was Crystal who got in the ring, got that tag in, and blindsided Tutan for her and John Sebastian to control the matchup. So they isolated Capitan Tutan in that ring until they got the hot tag to grab Camus. Things were going well for Grab Camus and Officer Tutan. Hell, they may have gotten an upset victory had it not been for that huge low blow to Tutan. Then he ate defeat with that kill shot soulmate combination for the 1-2-3 count. Now after the match, John Sebastian called for Trian De La Torre and Evan Carlo and told them, you're gonna put your number one contendership of our titles on the line right now with the returning YOLO twins. How does that sound? Start the match. The start of the match was very impressive because it was Evan Carlo and Johan doing a great sequence of moves and chain wrestling spots. Uh, TDT and Logan got into and they got it out as well. Um, TDT tried the Sentonina splash, but it missed, and the YOLO twins got the advantage, and they isolated Trian De La Torre for most of the match, and delivered their patented instant offense, uh, like the step up Enzugiri, the YOLO drop, my favorite, the YOLO drop. Anyway, Evan Carlo got in, and he was a house on fire. Finally, though, the YOLO twins were about to do a two-night stand, but it got blocked. TDT was about to get suplexed, I guess, by, I think, Logan. Yeah, I think it was Logan who was in the ring. Logan tried to do a suplex, but Trian blocked it and rolled him up for the surprise pinfall victory. And it's TDT and ECX, still your number one contenders for the PWR Tag Team Championship. Now, after the match... oh. Amma, John Sebastian, he, he shoved the intern Jamberlin onto the steel post and she was down. Darn it. I, I guess the Amma JSWALS is testing TDT and ECX before Renaissance. But we know for certain that Renaissance will be happening on August 26, 2018, back at the Power Max Center Spotlight in Circuit Makati. Get your tickets now, by the way. And it will be Trian Delatore and Evan Carlo, the naughty boys of PH Wrestling, taking on AMAJSWLAS and Queen Crystal for the PWR Tag Team Championship. Now let's go on to the next match, which features the All Out War match, featuring the Warlord, Alexander Belmonte III, taking on Martivo, who appeared at last month's MWF Republica as he took on Rex Lawin in that very physical matchup. And now, this is the very first AOW match I got, I think, a uh, all-out war match that did not even involve weapons of any kind. This was pointed out to me by my friend Tom, who was taking pictures at ringside. He said, wait, where were where the weapons, man? Uh, I thought it was all-out war. But I guess we can say that both Martivo and AB3 were the weapons themselves because they went all out it was a very physical matchup with martivo even 
with Martivo not doing most of his comedy spots, I, I didn't notice the twerk face anywhere, nor the waistlock rubdown. It was just the the buttocks smash on the corner. But at the same time, he was going for the grabby tay, which he connected at the end of the match and almost got a three count. But it was Alexander Belmonte who got the victory and retained the AOW belt after delivering the Belmonte driver for the 1-2-3. Now, Alexander Belmonte, as I said, is still the AOW champ and the previous match saw a no contest between Sandata, Quattro, and Dax Javiera. Now, hopefully, by the time Renaissance rolls around, it will be a four-way match instead to give everyone a chance in that match. It's going to be Sandata, Quattro, and Dax Javiera facing the Warlord in a four-way match for the All-Out War Championship. I'm guessing that's going to be the match. But if not, hey, I'm like 9 out of 10 times wrong with my predictions, guys. So don't trust my predictions. Speaking of championships, we go on to the next match. It's the PH Excellence or PHX Championship match between Ken Warren and Rhetoric Mahaba. And man, oh man, Ken Warren blasted Rhetoric Mahaba on the mic, dissing him and asking if he's the sideshow of the pre-show Redrick Mahaba or is he the sideshow sidekick of the main event since he's always the partner of Ralph Imabayashi that did not sit well with Redrick Mahaba who was all out offended and assaulted Ken Warren way before the match belt started he delivered I think the alab ng puso immediately and was trying to pin Ken Warren, but the referee told him, hey, the, the match has not yet started, man. So, you know, let the bell ring and then beat his ass some more. Rhetoric Mahaba uses size and strength to overpower Ken Warren, but Ken Warren used his ring awareness to see one of Rhetoric Mahaba's leg was exposed and he delivered a drop kick in which started a sequence wherein Ken Warren would zero in on that specific leg to take down the challenger of his PHX title. Eventually, it worked because he got Rhetoric Mahaba down just in the nick of time to deliver and connect a Wi-Fi for him to go down. But it seems like it was not enough. So Ken Warren went upstairs, went to the second floor, the high rent district, if you will, and delivered a stomp from the top rope. And that's how he pinned Rhetoric Mahaba 1-2-3. Now Rhetoric Mahaba from that point on would be stuck inside the ring, dazed and confused, out cold, if you will. And while he was down, Ken Warren said that, Red, you have earned my respect my goddamn respect for that matter and then he issued a challenge for anyone at the back to face him for the phx title at renaissance 2018 lo and behold it would be jake de leon facing ken warren next month for the phx title 
Now, these guys have fought in the past. I think if you watch the APCC PWR shows, one of those days wherein Jake DeLeon was defending his PWR championship back in 2016, it was Ken Warren who challenged him and they were amazing in that match. So I'm looking forward to seeing something like that. This renaissance when Jake DeLeon tries to dethrone Mr. PH Excellence Hashtag that Mr. Ken Warren for that title match. Now, let's go back to the ring where there's still Rhetoric Mahaba because they can't get him out of there. Let's see now. We got the main event. It's Kodo Hero with Nina who was at ringside and they awaited for Ralph Imabayashi who came out decked up with his coat and his PWR Campionang Pinas belt. On the introductions, oh my god, Nina grilled Ralph Imabayashi yet again like she grilled him on the SGP podcast episode before PWR Live Wave the Champion as she introduced Koto Hiro as her boyfriend. Yes, her boyfriend, Koto Hiro. Now, before Poch would make the mistake of introducing Ralph, the mic magically drew Rhetoric Mahaba's hands to get up and request for the mic for him to introduce, well, before that, to give a story and then introduce his partner, Ralph Imabayashi, in one of the most entertaining introductions of Ralph by Red ever. I can't do a blow by blow, but let's just say it was pretty hilarious. You guys should have been there to see it. Now let's go on to the match. Now, both men started the match delivering forearm strikes on each other's faces to wake each other up because they weren't letting up. Eventually, Koto Hiro tossed Ralph to the outside, delivered one, delivered a second diving splash onto the outside and land on Ralph Imobayashi. He was trying to go for a third one. But Ralph grabbed Nina and used her as a human shield for Koto Hiro to stop doing those dives. Now, I haven't seen Koto Hiro since the last show he was in. I think it was the one in Photon. Because I didn't get to see his Unfather's Day match with Sandata. But from his first outing in PWR, oh man, Koto Hiro was on fire this night. Like he delivered that codebreaker to Ralph. He delivered a nice vertical, I mean, a nice springboard back elbow on the champion. And those dives to the outside were impressive as heck. However, Ralph just took him out via submission because during the matchup, just like the Ken Warren Mahaba match, Ralph Imabayashi zoned in on one area of Koto Hiro's body, which was one of his arms. So he kept whacking away on that. He kept punishing that area until he locked in a submission maneuver where he got both arms out and he forced Koto Hiro to submit there and then. I think he called that maneuver La Grondement du Hain or basically the Roar of Hatred. Now, if you Google that, that's one of the moves of one of the FGO characters named John de Arc Alter. Ren, you might be listening at this part because I PM'd you the uh, timestamp. So yeah, there's my FGO reference for the day. You're welcome. 
But yeah, a pretty nice maneuver by Ralph Imobayashi, and that makes him still your PWR Campeon ng Pinas, Ralph Imobayashi. After the match, he tried to make amends with both Koto Hiro and Nina. He shook hands with Koto, he hugged Nina, and said that he was both of them all the best and all the happiness in the world. That was until he delivered a swift kick to the balls of Koto Hiro, and Koto Hiro goes down. Now, before everything else went or turned into the worse, Mr. C and Main Max, the new number one contender for Ralph Imabayashi's title, came to ringside and reminded Ralph and Rederick that it's gonna be this guy, Main Max, who will be facing Ralph at Renaissance. Uh, Mr. C and Rederick also had a back and forth and talking about Main Max's checkered past with the Royal Flush, especially with a certain quote-unquote thief that they made mention of, but they did not name who. But most of us would know who that is by now. If not, you may ask me via PMs or the DMs if that's to your liking. But yeah, let's just say Main Max got his point across at the end because he grabbed Ralph Imabayashi and delivered the Blitzkrieg and laid him out in the PWR ring before he and Mr. C left ringside and the show was over. So for Renaissance, we have a couple of matches so far. That's Ralph Imabayashi defending his PWR title against the new number one contender, Main Max. It's Ken Warren taking on Jake DeLeon for the PHX title. It's John Sebastian and Crystal, the PWR Tag Team Champions, taking on Trian De La Torre and Evan Carlo. All of those matches and more coming to you live at the Power Max Center this August 26th, 2018. PWR Renaissance. But before that... And after this event, we got an event in between. It's called History Con. It's coming to you in a couple of weeks. That's August 10 to 12, featuring Manila Wrestling Federation talent and maybe some secret special guest appearances by names you may be familiar with, but will be revealed on the days itself. And yeah, let's go back to PWR Live. We have the champion. My overall thoughts were... This, I enjoyed the show from start to finish. Uh, it was nice to be back watching a live wrestling show since, what, May? It's been that long. I haven't watched a live wrestling event since PWR Revolution X 2018 at the I Academy. So yeah, thank you, PWR and the wrestlers, for giving out a great show despite the stormy weather, despite the crappy rains that were happening outside. I mean... It was, for me, worth it to brave the reins to enter the the wrestling show and to exit the wrestling show. And yeah, shout-outs to my friends, especially Mr. Chris, who dropped me off after the show. And everyone, I will see you guys on the next show. Most probably, that will be in two weeks. We will be recapping, I think. MWF at HistoryCon, and maybe, just maybe, we will have a couple of special guests if we can find a common time this month or during August. And that's it, guys. Um, I guess that's all there is to it. 
Please don't forget to help the site unsuck by being a monthly patron. That's patreon.com slash channel14.com. You can also follow us on Twitter. That's at CH14 on the Twitter. All letters, no numbers. And we got a YouTube page. Please check out our other shows. Third World Gaming featuring Critical Index. Third World Linux and Radio Norm. And that's it. I'll see you guys. Goodbye. Yes, it's me, Martin. Look, thank you for helping me out here at the last minute. Yes, of course. I will go to that place just to talk to you. Indeed. Yeah. Thank you again for your assistance. They will not see it coming. Goodbye.